Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Russ Salzberg. And yes, once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. We are now at the All-Star break. And here's a question I have for you nice people out there. Should the fans of the Yankees and the Mets be optimistic moving forward of their team's chances of improving? Sorry to say, but I think not. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. And when I say I think not, that is not something I say uh, to be cavalier or, you know, to be a pain in the butt. I'm saying it because I think it's realistic. Momentum, you know, every time you get a little bit of momentum, the idea is to build on it. And anytime we've seen some momentum from the Yankees, it disappeared. We've seen very little momentum from the Mets throughout the entire season. They gave... The Met fans, a little bit of a, I don't know if it's false hope or charge. I don't want to be too, you know, like it can't get done. But if I'm going to be realistic, I mean, if I'm going to be realistic, how the heck can I be optimistic about their chances? But first, let me go over the Yankees. I'm looking at a team that... You look at this team, and and I have to say this, and and I like Aaron Boone. I genuinely do. I like Aaron Boone. Uh, And I I certainly don't put all this on Aaron Boone because uh, he's not a a miracle doctor and all the injuries, and, and, and I don't put that on him. But you've heard me say this during the season both about Boone and about Buck Showalter. If you don't want to beat up your team, if you don't want to bash your team publicly, I get that. It's a different time. It's a different era. Players are more sensitive. And it's not just in baseball. It's in all sports, but we're dealing with baseball now. But, Don't make like everything is okay. Don't make like everything is okay. And in yesterday's ball game, in which the Yankees had a 4-1 lead, only to blow it and lose 7-4, Boone was asked in the post-game press conference about the team. And he was very optimistic. And he said, the Yanks are competing their butts off. We're competing their, our butts off. And then he was asked, and, and the person who asked it, was it was not asked in a cutting way. It was not asked in a smart-ass way. It was not asked in a way where he was looking to, to, to piss Boone off. It was a legitimate question. And Boone took it that way. He was asked, why are you so confident? 
And Boone's answer was the following. following. We know we're really good. We have a special team. We know we're really good. We have a special team. Is that so? Tell me why you're really good. And tell me why you have a special team. I'm not trying to be cruel. And I understand, you know, people who cover the team have a difficult job. I mean, you know, my, my, you know, the play-by-play people, the, the analysts, it's tough. But you, you're going to tell the public because we're really good, we have a special team. Where are they special? In what way? Please tell me in what way they are special. Please tell me in what way they are special so I can be optimistic about the Yankees' chances moving forward. You know, let's go over the past couple of weeks. The Yankees go 4-2 and two on a six-game homestand. And it was a nice homestand. And they gave you reason to feel optimistic. They went 2-1 and one against the Mariners. They went 2-1 and one against a very good Rangers team. So you were feeling pretty good. I was feeling pretty good. And, and, and so much so because I felt they were in good shape going on a six-game road trip against two of the worst teams certainly this season in baseball. The Oakland A's and St. Louis Cardinals. They go 2-1 and one against the A's and 1-2 and two against the Cardinals. They go 3-3 three and three on a road trip that to me you had to at least go four and two. Anything less than that was not acceptable. Okay, they go three and three. But this is what drove me nuts. They come home to face a very good young Baltimore Orioles team. At the stadium, they take the first two games. Now, I said going in, if you recall, I said going in, I would have been satisfied I would have been satisfied with the split I would have been thrilled about it but I would have been satisfied with the split you don't want to lose ground now if you could maybe sweep them then you could have pulled even with the Orioles but when you take the first two games then I'm greedy then I want to go for the sweep that's what I want to do I want to go for the sweep And at least go three and one against the O's. So what do they do? They stink to join out the next two games. After blowing a lead in the third game, they subsequently lose at 6-3. And then in the last game, this is the last game, the fourth game of the series, they lose in their own building 14-1. to So much for momentum. So much for momentum. And then, here come the Cubbies. They lose to the Cubs, they beat the Cubs, and they have a 4-1 lead on the Cubs in yesterday's game. A 4-1 lead. And they blow that. The killer 
was Gleba Torres booting a double play ball. But that happens. I mean, it stinks. You're being paid a lot of money to make those plays. It shouldn't happen, but it did happen. And then, the for whatever reason, the bullpen, who's they've been so terrific, the bullpen disappeared on the Yankees. In the last five games, the bullpen has given up 19 runs. The bullpen has been a strong point for the Yankees. The Yankees wouldn't be ab- have their heads above water if it wasn't for the bullpen. Really? Wouldn't be the case. Yankees are 49 and 42 because of the bullpen. So really... And, and then I got to hear from, from Aaron Boone. We know we're really good. We have a special team. I, I mean, I'm asking for a simple, a simple response. How are you a special team? How are you really good? You have the best player in baseball. Certainly the best slugger in baseball. He's out with a real bad toe. And I have serious doubts whether or not we're going to see him again this season. So without him, you're definitely not special. Now tell me what makes this team special. Has it been the performances of, let's see, of Stanton? Has it been the performances of Donaldson? Has it been the performances of Rizzo? Has it been the performances of the performance of LeMayu? And and I'm not looking to kill people here, but when you tell me you're a special team and you know you're really good, I want to know how you come up with that. And then to top everything off after yesterday's game, Brian Cashman, the general manager, dismisses Dylan Lawson, the hitting coach. And clearly this is scapegoating. Now, we all know you can fire managers and coaches, or you can fire anybody, but... um, you know, they go before the players because you can't fire all the players. And believe me, there's enough guys on this Yankee team. as The Mets, too, I'm getting to them also, who could be fired. But you look at the situation, and I said this last week. Everybody knows, um, if I'm not his biggest fan, I'm certainly right up there with a fan of Anthony Volpe. And the kid's been great. He banged out his 13th homer yesterday. I mean, I mean, in 90 ball games, that, that's doing, what is it, 90, 91 games? That's doing pretty darn good. He could hit 20, 25 bombs. Rookie? And, and don't forget, Anthony Volpe, he, he played a grand total of going into this season 22 games at AAA. 
Yeah, 22 games last year at AAA. It was 110 at AA. So he, you know, he's made the adjustments and he's had some ups and downs and he bounces back. But if if you remember, I, I said right here, but sometimes when I see he, he would revert back you know, and instead of shortening up a swing when he needed to or changing something, and instead of over-swinging or chasing a bad pitch, I'd say, okay, Anthony, you have to, you know, do better. But where was the coaching to do better? Where was the coaching saying something to him? So I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, my God, how can they fire Dylan Lawson, the hitting coach? I, I, I relieve him of his duties, whatever the heck you want to call it. He's out. But, you know what, folks? The names I mentioned before. At this stage of the game, is the hitting coach going to make a big difference? Or well, should the hitting coach be making a big difference to veteran players like Stanton and, and Donaldson and LeMayu and Rizzo? Can he make them all hit better? Really? All those guys have been huge, not little bitty, huge underachievers. So explain to me how that makes it them better. What what's the hitting coach going to do? Cuz if you think a new hitting coach is going to change things around, you're nuts. I'll say that right now. Absolutely cuckoo nuts. I just, I don't see it. I mean, think about it. What What is he going to do for them? All of a sudden, Stanton needs a hitting coach and Rizzo needs a hitting coach. And Donaldson needs a hitting coach. And, and I'm hearing, and, and, and LeMayu, and I'm hearing... Um, God bless. I, I know Booney wants to be positive, but he was talking the other day. You know, you know he's got ten home runs, Donaldson, and and a little bitty bit of a time. He's got ten home runs. The guy, he's got fourteen hits this season. Donaldson does. I oh, excuse me. He got his fifteenth today. Fifteenth. He's batting 152. I think maybe he just lost it. Stan hit two home runs the other day. You want me to jump for joy? We don't know when he's going to be in the lineup, whatnot. I mean, come on. How are we supposed to be optimistic? I'm not trying to be negative here. I'm trying to be realistic. And I think, you know, you can look at the glass half full, you can look at the glass half empty, or you can look at it realistically. And realistically, the glass for the Yankees certainly is not half full. So here we go. They are eight games out of first. And and for Yankee fans and for the Yankee organization, I say smarten up. Don't even think about first place. You're one game behind uh, Toronto and Houston, as we speak, for the third 
for the final wild card spot. That's what you have to be thinking about. But before thinking about anything, you have to think about major improvements. Major improvements. You know, if you want to be optimistic, you can say, can it get much worse? Or it can't get any worse. I don't know that I can say that. Because I'll tell you what, if Aaron Judge doesn't come back, it can get a whole lot worse. A whole lot worse. Because without Aaron Judge, Yanks are up the creek without a paddle. And speaking of teams up the creek without a paddle, that brings us to the Mets. Mets got their fans all excited. After that horrific June, they came out smoking in July. They had a six-game winning streak. And, you know, I'm, I'm just because they just lost two of three in, in uh, San Diego, I'm not going to kill them for that. Here's where my problems come with the Mets. Uh, what are they paying guys like Verlander and Scherzer for? You know, Scherzer is eight and three. That that sounds good. Sounds sexy. Eight and three sounds good. That that is the most misleading eight and three I've ever seen. In in his prior game before yesterday, he served up three solo home runs and walked in a run. Mets subsequently won that game 7-5. Okay? But, he, he said after the game, solo home runs don't beat you. Oh, no, they don't. You know, I can't worry about, um, you know, I, I don't worry about solo home runs. I just worry about my process. I can't worry about results. That's what it was what it was. I can't worry about results. You better worry about results because the reason you got paid 43.3 million simoleons a year is because you were expected to deliver results. So now to go into San Diego and here he is on the last game before the All-Star break looking to give the team some momentum in a rubber game with the Padres. First inning. Serves up a three-run bomb to Manny Machado. Fifth inning, on a 3-0 pitch, serves up a two-run bomb to Manny Machado. That's five bombs in the last two games. He's given up 16 this season. They ain't paying Max Scherzer 43.3 million simoleons for that. I'm sorry. Max Scherzer, you know, it, it, it might sound good, 8-3. and three. With, He's 4.31 ERA. Yesterday, five innings, six hits, five runs. And then the opener in San Diego... I just, Verlander, 
Six innings, five hits, three runs. Mets win in 10, 7-5. Verlander's three and four. You're paying $43.3 million to each one of those men. Now, you want me to be optimistic moving forward? You as a fan want to be optimistic moving forward? I don't get it. I just don't get it. Don't make like everything is okay. You know, you don't get a gold star if you come up with a good performance now and then. That's what they're paying you to do. Pitching has absolutely killed the Mets this first half. You know, I've spoken about Lindor with his average, but he's got the home runs and he's got the runs batted in. And he certainly has been on a tear, so averages come up. The kid catcher, Francisco Alvarez, is exciting. with Young catcher, 16 home runs or 17 home runs thus far. You know, that's a big wow. Okay? I mean, that's that's big time, that's big doings. And, you, you know, Pete Alonso, listen, here's what I want to say about Pete Alonso. Uh, his average right now is like two in the teens. I don't know exactly what it is. But I got to tell you, what drives me crazy, you know, here's Pete. What was he out with the really bad wrist when he was hit? by a pitch, which, by the way, speaking of getting hit by pitches, the Mets were hit by five pitches yesterday. Five hit batters in that game against the the, the, the Padres. Not once was a Padre plunked. Maybe I'm old school, but that calls for somebody to get one in the back, in the keister, in the ribs. Someplace. Someplace. It just, but again, talking about Pete Alonso, you know, here's a guy, he's batting 211, okay? But, you know, he's got the 26 bombs and 61 runs batted in. And in fairness, you know, once he got hit with the wrist, he since he's been back, he's never been the same. And, and really, Pete's, for all his seasons in the big leagues, He's been like a 260, 265 hitter. But he's got to be better than 211. Okay? Got to be better than that. And this is what drives me a little crazy. Pete's in the All-Star game. And he's going to be in tonight's home run derby. He's a two-time home run derby champion. God bless Pete. But you know what? You had the really bad wrist. Go play in the All-Star game. But could you put your ego in your back pocket and maybe use some common sense that maybe, maybe just rest your body. Rest that wrist. Because it does have a wear and tear. It's mind-boggling. 
I, I'm looking. I'm here. I'm looking at at a Mets lineup. Nimmo two sixty six. Um, Canna two forty five. Lindor two thirty nine. Alonso two eleven. McNeil two fifty three. Alvarez two thirty eight. Beatty two forty four. That's just some numbers. Let's go back. Let me take a look at the Yankees just to give you some numbers. Oh, my goodness. I, I don't believe one. Torres, 251. Stanton, 203. Rizzo, 257. Bader, 257. Donaldson, a buck 52. McKinney, 240. LeMayhew, <coughs> excuse me, 220. Volpe, 216. But Volpe yesterday. There's Volpe. Big home run. Volpe, for a young guy, not only has he gotten up the home runs, but he's gotten them. He's come up with in a lot of clutch situations. But you're going to tell me there's reason to be optimistic? I mean... Scherzer's given up a lot of home runs. I mean, Verlander and Scherzer, you got these guys to be a win-now team. A win-now team. And now ain't happening. So if now ain't happening, why should I be happy about what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day or the next day? Man, I really wanted to go in to the All-Star break optimistic about both teams. And for a while, there I was. But then I hear these managers making like, yeah, we're okay. We're okay. I mean, to me, the quote of the season has to be, because we're really good. We know we're really good. We're a special team. Aaron Boone. From your mouth to God's ears, Aaron, I hope that can be true. But right now, you're not really good, and you're definitely not a special team. And neither on the $350 million payroll of your New York Mets. And that, my friends, is now a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to be getting a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook. You can always check out my website at russsalsberg.com. Got to thank my home here at believe.com because I tell you each and every week, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. Above all, I got to thank you, the people out there, because as always, without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. And again, I please ask all of you, if you haven't done so already, to please do so and tell your friends and family to do the same, to get the Yes app, download the Yes app so you can see me on my video podcast of Get a Load of This each and every week when they come out. And there'll be another one out coming out tomorrow. So you, you, you can always get a load of me on Get a Load of This, not only here on Believe, but on the Yes app. But for now... That's a wrap. As I said, till next time, it is I, Ross Salzberg, saying to each and every one of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have yourselves a great weekend, everyone.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.